0: the series we've been doing, it has just been so eye-opening. Oh,
1: yes, it has. So
0: empowering.
1: Yes, it
0: has. And the title of the series is Your Real ID. This is part five, and we want to encourage you to go back, go through part one yes. and four. Take your time. Your most important possession is your God-given identity. Don't let anyone or anything keep you from realizing, walking in, and enjoying your God-given identity. We're going to talk about that today, how to grow in it, because it is not automatic. There are things that have been spoken to you that should never have been said. There are things that have happened to you that should have never happened. There are um, feelings you have that really are contrary. Uh, All of us have had feelings that are contrary,
1: deceptive, yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: or misleading Misleading. to our Mm -hmm. God-given identity. That's good. That's part of being a human being. All of us have fallen from the glory of God. All of us have missed it, and because we separated ourselves from God, our soul went haywire. Our feelings went haywire. And all of us have had very strong feelings that were that were uh, contrary or or misleading that were not in line with our God given identity. And we want to rise above those things. We want who God made us to be before we were in our mother's womb to lead the way in our lives. We're going to start with Jeremiah one five. Um, yeah. We touched, well, we, read, we went through, uh, mm-hmm. I believe, That's a few it. translations of this last week. We're just going to read a combination of the message in the Amplified this morning. It says, before I shaped you, and this is the Father speaking to you, and the reason that we're emphasizing this scripture is because your God-given identity is so much deeper than what you've been through. It's so much deeper than the labels people may have tried to slap on you. It's so much deeper than what may have been said about you. It's so much deeper than the feelings you may have, the way you may feel. It's deeper than that because who you really are, it was, was, was purposed before you were in your mother's womb. There was no one else around to say anything as far as this world goes, as far as people. God did this. God created you. God purposed you. God fashioned you and brought you into this earth. Before I shaped you in the womb, I knew all about you. I approved of you. Before you saw the light of day, I separated you and set you apart. I had holy plans for you. I love that. This is the Father speaking to you. You mentioned God being loved, just so much more than a feeling. You know, if you think love is simply a feeling, you'll never fulfill your destiny. (laughs) We have the privilege of, we've entered into the highest form of human relationship right. that God has provided, That's right. That's right. marriage. That's right. In the very beginning, he said, it's not good for man to be alone, and he created male and female, and we have been enjoying that for almost 29 years now. But I want you to know this. If we thought love was just a feeling, we, w- we would not be enjoying marriage. We would not be growing in Christ and moving forward. We realize love is actually a person. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the person of love. Mm-hmm. It's very important to understand that. He doesn't just think well of you because he has a good feeling about you. Mm-hmm. He, he is the essence of all that is good. He is the person of love. And from his essence, from his nature, uh, uh, emulates Mm -hmm. thoughts towards you that are good because of his nature, because of who he is. And that never changes. That's why you can totally trust him. You see, when you come to Christ, you come to the person of love. And not only the person of love, when you come to Christ, you come to the person of Of truth, do you know that the only one you can totally trust is Him?
1: That's good. That's
0: good. I mean, as far as people go on this earth, I I would say obviously Jennifer would be the one I could trust more than anyone. But even we both have—we both fall short. We both make mistakes. We both are not perfect. The only one I and she can totally trust is the person of love, the person of truth, Jesus Christ. He's the only one you can trust to give you love as you need it and truth as you need it. And love and truth go together.
1: You know, they have that saying that trust is earned, right? But mm-hmm. with God...
0: It's given. God
1: is trust. <laughs> He's worthy of trust mm-hmm. because he yes. he is that. Yeah. You know, he is trustworthy. Yes. And... uh we're not always trustworthy, <laughs> you know. We have to we have to trust each other uh, with God's uh, faith and with yes. God's love. We have to we
0: trust bring, each other by faith in Him. That's right. <laughs> we have to bring
1: God into yes. uh, human trusting because yes, we, we are not trustworthy. Right. Like God is perfect, so therefore He's worthy of our trust. Yeah. But in order for us in a relationship. To trust one another. We have to bring God in. Right. We have to do it with his love and with his faith. And,
0: Absolutely. And
1: his trust, yeah.
0: That's the only way marriage can be what, what all that God intended to That's be, right. by faith in him. That's right. We've got to trust in him. And if you're putting pressure on other people to be something to you that only God can be, you're going to be very disappointed. Yeah. God has to, we have to allow him, him to in. be. Mm-hmm the person of love and the person of mm-hmm. truth in our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you put your faith in him, you're, you're giving yourself to the person of love. Oh, you're yes. giving yourself to the person of truth. You're you're actually, when you choose Christ, you're actually choosing to, to discover and, and walk in your God-given identity because he's the one who formed you. Mm-hmm. He's the one who knit you together in your mother's womb. He's the one who's given you yeah your true identity. Let's talk about walking (laughs) in our God-given identity on a daily basis. And we're going to start with Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 8, the very first scriptures back in 1989 that I grabbed a hold of. And I remember reading these. I was all by myself in prayer time uh, in a a little room that was actually in a, a chapel that wasn't being used at the time. And I sat there on the floor. I remember the carpet was bright red mm-hmm. and the sun was coming through the window. And I opened my Bible and I remember my eyes hitting these words and it changed my life Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 8. And after I read this, I wrote them down in my verse notebook. Do you have a place where you record what God speaks to you? Oh,
1: yes. Do you have a
0: place where you write down? And now, of course, it'd probably be on our phone. Yes. Um, you can still be old school and use paper, it's very powerful but someplace where you put the scriptures that God is speaking to you down so that you can access them as you go through the day and they will become inscribed on your heart, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. written on your heart. Verse 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart. This is how we begin to walk in our God-given identity. We put everything else aside, cultural ideas religious tradition, what we've been through, what others may have said about us, the way we may be feeling, and we come to Christ and we trust in him with all of our heart. And we lean not on our own understanding. In all our ways, we begin to know him, to acknowledge him, to affirm him, to declare him. And he directs our paths. He makes our paths straight. Isn't this good? This is how we begin to walk in our God-given identity. It's by putting all of our trust in him, trusting in him with all of our heart. It is a total turning from everything else. And I, I, I want to emphasize that because I you know I, I see so many believers struggling because they believe in Jesus to a point, but they haven't turned from everything else. They haven't given him their whole thought process, every thought and feeling and desire and dream. So they're, they're, they, they, they're believing in Jesus to go to heaven one day, but they're missing out on so much. This is not about going to heaven one day. This is about knowing him today. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body. Do you know trusting in the Lord with all your heart brings health to your body? Oh, This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Did you know that trusting in the Lord with all your heart, knowing him in all your ways makes your bones healthy? There you have it. So you find out the promises that God has already given to you in his word. You don't have to make them up. You don't have to run around and try and find them and read a thousand books. God has given us his word. He's given us his holy Bible. I remember so many years ago learning about the supernatural way that the scriptures were assembled. It could not have been done by the wisdom of man. It is a supernatural book, and we, oh God is so good. And we want you to know that, that who you are is in that book. The promises of God have been given to you in the Bible. So you want to go through the scriptures. This is a great place to start, Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 8, and you want to find out what has God already given to me? What has he already in, brought me into? What has he already invited me to do? And then you want to meditate on that. You want to meditate on Proverbs 3, 5 through 8. Reading it once is fine, but that's not gonna do it. Now you wanna chew it up. You wanna chew that thing. We got a precious little granddaughter who's actually here with us in the studio, little Milana, but she's her teeth are coming in. She's got two on the bottom and four coming in on the top, and she's learning how to chew food. <laughs> and it's fun to watch, mm-hmm. you know. But she get this little piece of food and it'll be in her mouth for quite a while. A while. <laughs> maybe the whole meal, you know, <laughs> cuz she's learning how to break it up. She'll suck <laughs> on that thing. She'll get what, what if the few teeth she has and work on that thing. Mm-hmm. But we've got to learn how to trust him. Cuz you know, that 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 we're used to people We're used to being let down. We're used to situations, you know, going in the wrong direction. But God is faithful. The person of love is faithful. He is faithful to you. The person of truth is faithful to you. Mm -hmm. So we've got to chew on what he said to us. Let me share something else with you, another promise. So Proverbs 3, 5 through 8, write that down. Make note of that. Suck on that this morning. Use what teeth you've got. To chew on that, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Use what trust you've got. Trusts are like teeth, aren't they? Mm-hmm. How about that? Mm-hmm. I like that. And sometimes when we first come to God, we've got these little baby teeth because we're so used to being treated the way the world treats us. But as we begin to trust in Him, our teeth come in mm-hmm. and we become mighty lions, mm-hmm. bold and strong. Okay. Right. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. This is how our God-given, see, as you're chewing on what he said, as you're meditating on what he said, you may not realize it, but what's happening is your God-given identity will gently rise to the surface of your life. As you behold him, the real you comes alive. So you don't develop your God-given identity by focusing on yourself. No. (laughs) No. Isn't that a a different way of thinking? thinking. No, you don't go into a self-help program.
1: No, you don't.
0: And analyze yourself. That's not going to do it. That'll that'll confuse you and get you focused on. We we walk in our God-given identity. We discover who we were created to be, not by looking at ourselves, but by looking at Him, Mm -hmm. beholding Him, making Him the passion of our lives. Yes, Milana, that's exactly right. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. I love that, baby, amen. That's sweet. Yes. Ephesians 2, 10. Listen to this. This is in your Bible, guys. This is waiting for you to chew on it. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, the amplified translation. For we are God's own handiwork. Man, have you ever seen a good carpenter work? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember watching Amish men come in, and they had to help my dad because the contractor backed out of a home that my dad was building when we were kids, and the, f- the footer cracked, and they somehow they backed out. I was a little kid. I didn't understand it. But the only, the only carpenters, the only men, carpenters he could get to come in were these Amish men, and they were expert carpenters, and they were able to take what was broken, and make it whole. Mm-hmm. You are. We are. God's are. You are. We are. You are God's own handiwork, yeah. His workmanship. Maybe your footer's cracked, or maybe maybe there's something damaged in you. All of us have been damaged to one degree or another. But God is the the craftsman, and He takes what's damaged and makes it whole. That's what He. That's who He is. That's what He does. That's what the Person of Love does. You're his workmanship recreated. Mm -hmm. All of us need to be recreated.
1: Everyone, everyone.
0: All of us were born separated from God. We were born in sin. We were born under the curse of sin Mm -hmm. because of what Adam did. We need to be Mm reborn. Jesus said in John chapter 3 we need to be born from above, above. Mm -hmm. born again. Mm Recreated in Christ Jesus. Have you been recreated? And you know, sometimes we just frustrated, and there's so many issues I saw in my family, and they, you know, one of the diagnoses is, well, you were just born that way. You know, that's just a genetic disorder. That's something that was passed down to you from, from previous generations. We need to be re We need to be born again this time by the incorruptible seed of what God has said. Recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew. We're talking about a whole new life that man cannot give you that is from heaven, Mm -hmm. that comes by trusting in Christ that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, listen, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time. You, There are paths prepared for you ahead of time? Yes. Don't miss out on them. Mm-hmm. That we should walk in them. What kind of paths? Living the good life. God has a good life for you. That's beyond your wildest imagination. Living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for you to live. I want to read that out of the Passion Translation. This is how we walk in our God-given identity. We learn what God has said about us, and we chew on it. We meditate on it. We thank him for it, and we act on it. The Passion Translation says, we have become his poetry, a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us, for we are joined to Jesus. Yes. If you're not joined to Jesus, you can be joined to him today through simple faith in him.
1: Yes. it's good.
0: We are joined to Jesus, the anointed one. Even before we were born, hello, Jeremiah 1:5 God planned in advance our destiny to, and the good works which we would do to fulfill it. God has a path and a plan for you mm-hmm. to live the abundant life that his son came to give you to make ready to make available to you today. How do I begin walking on that path? Come to Christ. That's right. Put your faith in Jesus Christ with your mouth. Say, Jesus, show yourself to me. I want to know you. I give my whole self to you. Teach me to trust you with all of my heart, mm-hmm. to acknowledge you, to know you in all of my ways, and show yourself to me. Mm-hmm. The moment you do that with your heart and with your mouth, the Holy Spirit will make your spirit brand new. You will be reborn from heaven from above by the power of God. And God will begin to reveal himself to you. I've got some scriptures. That's, One more scripture good. to get to, Jennifer.
1: That's good. Yeah. Continue.
0: 1 Peter <laughs> chapter 2. This is our last scripture for our you. series. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. What are we doing? We're growing in our God-given identity. It does not come from self-examination. No, It comes f- through Christ examination by focusing on who he is, what he's done for us, and who we are in him. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you know, that's what we focus on in Highway right. Church. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Aren't you glad you're a part? Mm-hmm. Aren't you glad? Hallelujah. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 and 10 says, but you are a chosen generation. And this word generation is powerful. In the Greek, uh, genos, I'm not sure how to say it mm-hmm. in the Greek. But it's a word that means you are a chosen kind, a God kind, God stock, God born. God countrymen, God kind, the kindred of God, the nation of God, the offspring of God. Who's he talking to? Those who put their faith in Christ. That's
1: right. That's
0: right. Once you put your faith in Christ, you become His chosen. He's waiting for that to happen. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. You know, one translation says you're a, you're His special treasure. You're a special treasure. Oh, this is so good. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, his own special treasure, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Who once were not a people, we were born not a people of God. We were born under the curse of sin. Mm -hmm. We once were lost. We once were not a people. Mm -hmm. When we put our faith in Christ and opened our mouths and confessed him as the Lord of our lives, we became the people of God. Now we are the people of God who had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy. Mm -hmm. We are God's special people, God's special treasure. And this phrase here is describing a guarded wealth, a king's treasure. Something that's been protected, something that is of extraordinary value. You are of extraordinary value to God. And when you come to him, he he goes to work on your behalf. He moves on your behalf. And the special value that you have to him, you begin to see that. You begin to realize that. The Passion Translation says you are God's chosen treasure. Priests who are kings. A spiritual nation set apart as God's devoted ones. He called you out of darkness to experience his marvelous light. And now he claims you as his very own. He did this so that you would broadcast his glorious wonders throughout the world. And that's what we're doing. Every Sunday, Wednesdays, through uh, Bible studies, live streams, podcasts, emails, emails stories broad that you had broadcast his glorious wonders throughout the world for at one time you were not God's people but now you are at one time you knew nothing of God's mercy because you hadn't received it yet That's so good but now you are drenched
1: hallelujah with it. thank you
0: lord wow it's beautiful hallelujah mm. The message says you are the chosen ones of God, the ones chosen by God, chosen for the high calling of priestly work, chosen to be a holy people, God's instruments to do his work and speak out for him, to tell others of the night and day difference he made for you from nothing to something. From rejected Hallelujah. to accepted. wonderful. You are God's very own possession, the New Living Translation says. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God. For he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. Once you had no identity. We were born without an identity because we were separated. We were born separated from our true identity. That's right. Once you had no identity, as a people. Now you are God's people. Once you received no mercy, now you have received God's mercy.
1: Hallelujah.
0: This is how we discover, realize, walk in, and enjoy our God-given identity. Mm -hmm. We trust in Christ with all of our heart. We lean not on our own understanding. We begin to know him, affirm him, and confess him in all of our ways. Mm -hmm. We begin to learn what he said about us in his word. We begin to learn the promises of God, and we begin to write them on our hearts. We chew on them. We meditate on them. We speak them. We believe them, and we act on them. And as we're focused on him, your God-given, our God-given identity begins to become uh, real, begins to be unveiled, begins to rise to the surface of our lives, and you'll begin living the life that you were reborn for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, there is, in God's understanding, only two kinds of people. Yeah. There's those that... We've read through here God's chosen Mm -hmm. treasure and then those who haven't yet become part of what he's inviting all mankind to be part of. You know, there's not um, a political Christian. That's right. There's not a ethnic Christian. That's right. There's not a, a preference Christian. That's right. You are a Christian, you are of this chosen nation or you are not. And at one time all of us were not. That's what we just read. And I'm so excited that you're making it clear, Joseph, for people to choose today to give their life to become yeah. part of this chosen generation, to Come become on. part of this special treasure. Mm there's only one one division we like to make all these other little subdivisions uh-uh. well, what kind of christian are you Mm-mm. we what denominational Mm-mm. christian are you Mm-mm. we make all these little subdivisions uh-uh. under here uh-uh. and you know what we get stuck down in here somewhere arguing with one another but in god's understanding there's only one separation those to whom uh uh those who have named God as their Lord and those who have not yet done that. And the wonderful thing is, is just that maybe you have not yet done that, but today you can make that choice to become part of this identity, which God has offered and given to all mankind, his own, we are made in his image and in his very likeness, according to his likeness. And it's, Our choice to come into agreement with that. Mm -hmm. And by our faith, we accept Jesus as Lord Mm -hmm. and become part of that chosen generation.
0: God has already chosen you. That's right. He already made his choice. So good. But we have free will. Mm -hmm. So we have to make our choice. That's right. And boy, is... is that free will powerful mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i've been at restaurants before and what i chose on the menu wasn't good has that ever happened to you <laughs> and i regretted that i paid for that mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. well we don't want you to regret what you've chosen on the on the life menu right? choose the person of love you will never regret it mm-hmm. You will never regret when you choose the person of Jesus Christ. There's there's no there's nothing negative about him. There's no uh, legal jargon that's gonna surprise you later that you're gonna regret. There's no uh, hidden agenda. He He's loves good. you. He's good. He created you. He's, He's already chosen you. He's already chosen to bless you mm-hmm. to make you whole. He's already chosen you as a as a person of his family as a son as a daughter. All that's left is. For for you to choose him.
1: That's right. That is right.
0: And you can do that wherever you are at any time, day and night, whoever you are, wherever you live, no matter what you've done, because it's not based on how well you've lived. It's based on his decision to choose you, and that's already been made.
1: That's
0: so good. So we want to invite you to to bring your choice Mm -hmm. Today. To meet his choice that your choices would would meet today mm-hmm. and that you'd become a part of his nation Hallelujah. and I'm just going to demonstrate to you how simple that yes, is let's do all right so you Hallelujah. can pray with me right now and this there's no there's no special uh, formula it's just your heart choosing his heart so would you pray with me today God God I choose,
1: I choose to agree, to agree with, your choice. with your
0: choice. I believe you love me.
1: I believe you love
0: me. I've learned today. I've learned today. You've already chosen me, You've
1: already chosen to,
0: be me. to be a part of your nation. A part of your nation. Of your family. Of your family. Your son your and daughter. Son and daughter. Jesus,
1: Jesus,
0: I trust you. I
1: trust you with
0: all of my heart. With all of my heart, I choose you.
1: I choose as
0: you my Lord.
1: As my Lord,
0: show yourself to me.
1: Show yourself to Be me. Be Lord of my life. Be Lord of my life. Amen. 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 That's your
0: heart talking to Him.
1: Glory to God.
0: And now you you get into His Word and you go through the Scriptures we went through today. They're so powerful. Jeremiah 1.5. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Proverbs three five through eight. Ephesians 2, verse 10, Uh, 1 Peter 2, verses 9 and 10. Mm -hmm. Meditate on them, chew on them, and he will become so real to you, Mm -hmm. and your God-given identity will then become so real to you. Mm -hmm. This has been very powerful and very eye-opening. Go back, listen to today's message, go through parts one and four. Your most valuable, important possession is your God. Given identity. Don't let anyone or anything in this world keep you from living the abundant life He's called you to live. Mm-hmm. We're going to conclude today by worshiping the Lord with our money. And we want to thank God for His rich provision in our lives. We want to thank Him for knowing our needs before we know them, for answering, for providing for us before we ask. Psalm 96, verse 7 says to give unto the Lord, O ye kindreds of the people, give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Fear before him, all the earth. And that fear means have a reverent awe of him. Realize how awesome he is. And you see how worshiping him with our money is a part of our relationship with him. That's part of trusting him with all your heart. Apart from who he is, just, you know, money, money doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. When you begin to know him, you begin to realize what money is for. It's a seed that I begin to sow into the things that I want to grow in my life. We want the revelation of Christ and who he is and what he's done for us and what who we are in him to grow in our lives. So we sow into Highway Church. It's just that simple. We sow into this ministry because we want the kingdom of God to expand in the earth. And we want the revelation of Christ to grow in our lives. And, and this is, a, this is a, a Proverbs 3, 5 through 8 act. We advise you to worship the Lord with your money. You can do that through our website at highwaychurch.us. Just click on Give in the menu. All the ways to give are right there. You can text the amount you'd like to worship the Lord with to 508-502-7733. Or you can write a check to Highway Church and mail that to our mailing address. The information is there on your screen, and it's also on our giving page at highwaychurch.us forward slash give. And I hold up my phone here because we do our digital transactions. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's worship him now with our money. Father, we come before you with our money. We bring an offering unto you and we worship you in the beauty of holiness. We, we, we are in awe of your provision for our lives. We look back and we see how faithful you've been. And we're in awe of your provision for us today. We thank you, Lord, for mortgages paid in full, automobiles paid in full, debts supernaturally paid in full or canceled. We thank you for rich provision, increased revenue, transferring to us the wealth of the wicked, treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places. Your blessing is upon our lives and it brings wealth and adds no sorrow to it. And we thank you for your rich provision that you are our shepherd. We are always in the black. We shall never lack. And we thank you, Father, for all that we need. We thank you for expanding this church and ministry for all of the equipment and provision that is needed to do the things that, that we need to do for your wisdom and your direction and moving forward and all that you've purposed and called us to do. And we thank you for every member of this Highway family experiencing who you are in their financial life. We bless them powerfully in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. We love you, Highway family. We bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bless your business. We bless your family. We bless your children. We bless uh, your workplace. We bless your mind. We bless your body. We bless your soul. We bless you in every way in the name of Jesus Christ. This upcoming Wednesday, we're going to take a break. We'll not be having a Bible study this Wednesday, but we will begin a new Bible study series two Wednesdays from now. It's called Your Big Mouth. We're gonna learn about the power of our tongue. We love you guys. We bless you in Jesus' name. See you soon. God is so good. We want to invite you to continue to grow in the knowledge of His goodness, who He is, what He's done for you, and who you are in Him. Check out our websites at highwaychurch.us and josephbosco.us and begin living the abundant life He came to give you.